Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm a field who are a So the glory of God, May 30, 2021 is another Sunday. And our lesson on courageous prophet of change continue. But this time around for Sunday, the prophet we shall be considering is Prophet Jonah. If this is your first time of listening to Light and Light, it's a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of time. I want to encourage you to not be restricted by the denominational source of this message. Keep listening, keep forwarding, the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. The topic for Sunday is Jonah, Fairy Avenger of Doom. Jonah, fairy avenger of doom. That is taken from the book of Jonah, chapter 3. We shall be taking our lessons as it comes in two parts from this chapter. Chapter 3 of Jonah. The lesson popularly, the lesson specifically, sorry, I beg your pardon, is opening our eyes to two clear virtues. And one to human, the other to God. What becomes the concern for you and I is that virtue that God has spared of us to have a conscious effort to say, Lord, I will do as you want me to do. And that is what? Obedience. Obedience to God. It's an important virtue or it's an important decision we must be able to put up to and say i will live my life to do no other but to obey god while the second becomes an attribute of god and which god all time had never failed to demonstrate and a part to it is the fact that he has established it in his word that he is everlasting with it and that is mercy mercy it is the understanding of those two things that we will put up for our lesson today as we continue. And making reference to a Mount Zion movie, a particular Mount Zion movie, which is Unprofitable Servant. In this movie, two, uh, sorry, in this movie, a particular man of God at first, who was working in a company, not man of God as a pastor or a child of God, that's the word I'm supposed to use. Who was working in a company was being told by God to preach to his general manager and I mean the director of the company it wasn't a process he was finding it hard to do considering the fact that this man was a Muslim but while he failed to do this he couldn't get that done and later he lost his job instead finally another person was employed and the same instruction was given by God that I need you to do this. Knowing fully well again as God made it to be another Christian to this company. But this other one obeyed God's voice. And while meeting with this man, it was obvious that this Muslim director had been waiting so long to hear the gospel being preached to him. This becomes the foundation for our lesson today as well. Has the land of Nineveh had been attributed with a lot of wickedness, evil, and sinful lifestyle. 
God had seen it. And as God had seen it, he decided to raise Jonah as a prophet who would be sent to this land to preach the impending doom that would come upon this land if they failed to return to God and desist from their evil. Jonah also, just like the first man we're able to make reference to, in this movie, couldn't find it easy to do. He wasn't ready. Instead, he was trying to put up his own way and idea before the Lord. Don't let me talk more. As we continue in the lesson, we'll see much more the way God wants us to get this part of the lesson again today. And I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Our golden text read us. When God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he had compassion and did not bring upon them destruction he had trust he had threatened. That is taken from the book of Jonah, chapter 3, verses 10. Let us pray. Father, we appreciate you greatly. We are grateful for this privilege to come again to learn at your feet. We bless you because you are our Almighty. Thank you because this love of yours is extended to us. That is why we are here. We receive grace to live for you always and to be obedient in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. The first part of our lesson says, Jonah obeys God. Jonah obeys God. Read Jonah chapter 3 verses 1 to 4. Chapter 1 of the book of Jonah had been able to open up to us the life of Jonah, the call, I mean, of God upon his life to go to the land of Nineveh and how he decided to have at this of his own accord. And how the Lord also was able to prove his wholesomeness, his absolute nature over all. And as he is omnificient and omniscient, no one can really run away from the hand of God. You see this demonstrated uh, in this chapter. And the last, the second chapter to this first chapter, which is chapter 2, was able to bring to us the state of acknowledgement of God happening to Jonah in the belly of the fish. And then the Lord commanded the fish to vomit in. So this chapter 3 opened up to us to see the call of God upon Jonah coming the second time. And at this second time, the Lord is making that command, making it clear that Jonah should move to Nineveh and make his mind known to the land. This becomes very, very important for us to note something about us in relationship with God. Our God is a God who makes a selection of us among many, all for a special purpose that he has distinctively just apportioned to us to do. Not because we are better off others, but it is by his privilege that he has chosen us. So one thing we must understand is it is a privilege to be assigned duty by the Almighty. But Jonah did not realize this. Maybe out of fear, not even maybe, out of fear and consideration that, oh, this great enemy of Israel, this wicked nation is the nation the Lord is sending them into. And then he began to put up his head to it in, in thought. And he was thinking that, no, God, instead of me going this way, I will go this other way. 
And is that not the same thing that happens to us when it comes to obeying God's voice and call upon our life? This lesson again is bringing to our understanding that what becomes so paramount for us as children of God to do is obedience to the voice and call of God upon us. He is a God that has seen the end from the beginning. He will never, and this becomes a conscious attribute or, 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 or let me say, attitude we must put up whenever we receive God's call for our life. It is ne- he is never a wicked God. Neither will he want his own, as he had said, the thought he has for us is of good and not of evil. Neither will he want his own to have an expected hand that is evil, that will bring to them destruction. No. But rather an expected end that will showcase his glory and power upon our life and blessing to us. This is the nature of God. But when we begin to rationalize with our heads, with our mind, when we begin to put up our own disposition in the place of God's call for our life, we will lose it. Just as Jonah wasn't finding it easy at first to obey God's call, this might similarly become an experience for children of God when being called by God. The instruction of God for him was clear that his message would go that for 40 days the land of Nineveh would be overturned that is if they failed to repent from their sin. The message was a proclamation of repentance. Then another thing comes here for us as children of us to also understand what should be our utmost desire is a response to preach the gospel. A response to make known the mind of God to the people. But what do we see today? We see children of God who are fearful. We see children of God who are not ready. We see children of God already even helping God to, 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 to put up a thought on why he's doing what he's doing to a wicked being or to a wicked nation. Why would God want them to change? Why can't God destroy them? This was a thought around for Jonah. But one thing we must also understand is the benefits that comes with obedience cannot be overemphasized. When we begin to place it, we cannot count it. We can't count it. A good example that I always want to put up is the life of the disciples with Jesus Christ. Whenever Jesus sent them out, what Jesus do is that while he has sent them out to villages, town and city, Jesus will go to their own village, to their own community and begin to preach the gospel there. A clear understanding here is that when we leave our own business to attend to the business of God, the Lord responds to fix our own business. And then the question is, which one comes greatest? People, we as a being attending to another person's being or the Almighty attending to our own. And we will see that at the end, we have a greater reward and benefit in response to his call. Naturally, the call of God might not be found easy might not be very comfortable to bear, to do. But this lesson today is bringing to you and I understanding that God must be obeyed. In obedience to him, we put him in the place that he is as almighty. And when we fail to obey him, God almighty too will prove himself as almighty that he is. So I'm encouraging our heart today to live in obedience to God. And I pray the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. The second part of our lesson is Nineveh's repentance and God's mercy. Read Jonah chapter 3 verses 5 to 10. From here we see immediately as the second call of God had come upon Jonah, Jonah began 
moving from the from everywhere preaching and making clear to them that they must repent in 40 days if they don't the lord will return turned sorry the land of Nineveh. and he said the king had this immediately he stepped down from his throne he called on the people and make a proclamation the decrees that no one no one nor even any beast should eat but everybody should go on a fast and be sorrowful around their sin this is a pointer to two things so first is that when the lord sends us message as children of god every of his assignment for us he had gone ahead of us and he had gone to prepare the place when we yield in obedience we begin to see everything plain perfect playing out with 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 no with less of our own efforts and that is what happened here as god demonstrated here for jonah another thing is our own attitude as human that we can see of the people of Nineveh. they have been able to also understand that <laughs> the impending doom of the lord is not something to joke with but something to respond to and repent and we see this starts this starts for starting first with the leader this is an encouragement to you and I. We don't have to wait till the rain of the fury of anger of the Lord comes down before we respond to repent, to turn away from our sin. This is to us as individuals. This is to us as leaders. If a king could also understand this, how much more? Who else should be found one thing? No one. That means everybody must respond. And this is also a call to us as leaders today that wherever we find ourselves, we are not too big. To respond to God's call for our life. It is a call to repentance from our sin as is coming. We must yield and we must fear this God. Because he is a God to fear. One thing that the Lord desires to see is our genuine repentance. When he sees that we genuinely repent. He is a merciful God. Who will always turn from whatever anger or judgment is ready to place on man. And we will see that a broken relationship we might have had before with the Lord will be restored. And this brings us to the end of our lesson. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. The encouragement to our hearts is that we should not look down on an unbeliever and think that the Lord cannot save them. Bye, everyone. The Lord bless us. I pray every heart that needs the touch of the Lord will receive now and always. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.